All right, amigos and amigas, my name is Sylvia Brands, your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life a toda madre, and welcome to Confidence a toda madre, the podcast. Woo, for a second, I forgot who I was and what my name was and what I'm doing here and what my <laughs> and what day it is, etc. Woo, woo. Okay, guys, so here's the thing, super full transparency, um, I am really trying to hone in on the day that I'm going to post. Um, if you follow my stories, if you follow my IG, you have noticed that like a lot of things have been going on in my life. Uh, my household got sick for a really long time. Uh, my husband got sick, I got sick, and then my son got sick. And then it was my son's birthday. My godfather passed away. All of the things in such a short amount of time. And that's just my full transparency about it. Um, as I've come to collect my thoughts, as I've come to like sit at the table again of like, what are my main priorities in my business? What are the things that I want to push out for my community? My podcast is one of the top priorities. Um, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Gaia yesterday, who is my podcast producer and we, she has just, she just very nicely says, Hey, I know you have a lot on your plate. You really need to show your grace and, and do what you need to do with that, like 100%. But like, don't forget about your podcast. Because again, this is my long form, long form content. Yes, this is my long form content where this is the space where you and I get to have a conversation and I really get the opportunity to coach you. And I really get the, the time and the space to like hold space for you. And I know that sounds crazy and you're probably looking around your kitchen right now or in your car like, oh, you never hold space for me. But I mean it in the sense of we just get a little bit of one-on-one time and I know that I can't hear all of you and your responses and how you feel, but I wish I could. I wish that we had the technology that it could be an interactive service. Do you know what I, do you know what I mean? But I'm, but I'm okay. I'm happy serving you up once a week with a podcast episode. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I missed last week. My godfather had passed away and I came back from the funeral and I, I don't know if you've ever experienced grief or if you process grief in this way. Um, when we got back from the funeral, I immediately had to fly home back to Phoenix because Drake was flying out. And I, I literally couldn't talk. Every time somebody would ask me something or want to talk to me about something, every time I went to open my mouth, I would just cry. I just was so raw and tender. Like that's just how my feelings felt that I had nothing to give. And therefore, every time I tried to press play on this podcast, I'm sorry, every time I tried to press record, I just truly couldn't do it. I would just cry. And not because like I had nothing to say. It's just because the the loss of my godfather was just still so much at the forefront. And don't get me wrong, guys. Like I appreciate the messages. I I know he's in a much better place now. Like I believe in the kingdom. I know that he's doing his thing. He's not hurting anymore. But again, it's just like that physical piece of just like coming to terms that they are just no longer here. And then also the re- readjustment. I feel I feel sad too for the readjustment for his daughters and my godmother. Um, like his daughters are grown. Like we're, we're grownups. They're my cousins. But it's your parent. It's your dad. 
And if you know this about me, I don't know, maybe some of you don't, but my dad is like my best friend. And so it just makes me sit in those shoes of like, if I ever lost my dad, just whew, a lot. Anyways, but again, I just wanted to be too transparent. I, I wanted to let you know where my head is at. I wanted to let you know that, yes, this podcast is still a priority to me. Yes, I'm going to... I really, really want to make sure that I'm putting out an episode every week. And so my plan now is that Sundays, I'm probably going to post Sundays because it is a day where like we're, we're back from church. I have time to just like regroup. I'm like doing loads of laundry. It's a big reset day, but it's a really good day where I can post. So just kind of keep your eye out Sunday, Monday post. Because that's what I think I'm going to do. And I've really sat and thought about my schedule and really thought about like when I can make this happen. And I think it's going to be then. Yes, I know this is going to be a Tuesday drop, but I'm definitely making plans for like how I can plan out my schedule and like what's beneficial for my people and what's beneficial for me. Okay. Now, what's beneficial for my people is that you guys get an episode. So I'm really trying to make it happen even no matter how I make it work, we gonna work, right? Okay. Now, welcome to part dose of cariño, compassion, and forgiveness, cultivate your confidence. So today we're going to talk about compassion. Compasión. There was no need for me to say it like that, but I watched Griselda last night, so everybody watch out. Anyways, um, so we had the buildup of cariño, right? We're starting to make that identity shift. We're tra- trying to see like, okay, how can this apply to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because again, I want you to remember, and if you're, if you're new here and you're starting with this one, please pause this episode and go back to listen to the first one of Cariño and then come back and listen because I'm really building on top of these. This is like a series of podcasts. So anyways, we are in cariño because why? Because self-love is great, but if we don't have the foundational parts, which are these podcast episodes, it's going to be really hard to take the venture to self-love, okay? Everybody preaches on it. Everybody wants self-love, all of the things. But one of the things that I really get not upset, but I kind of just roll my eyes a little bit is like everybody's like, yeah, self-love, but nobody says how. Nobody says when. Nobody teaches you how to get there, okay? And these are the fundamental steps on how to get there. So today is all about compassion, okay? Again, not a word we bring up on a regular basis. A word we hear a lot is like showing grace to yourself or being gentle, all of these different things. But compassion is really different because compassion requires a level of understanding, okay? Compassion means that you are setting the circumstance or the thing or the issue or the situation aside in order to step out and understand yourself. Okay. And I was talking to a client about this yesterday. Um, cause it's interesting. I'm wa- I'm walking several of my clients through this process right now during their coaching. And, um, it's really interesting about how, when I break this down, a lot of them look at me like a deer in headlights and they say, oh my God, I've never taken the time to stop and think about it like this, nor do I think I would have ever gotten here had we not had this conversation and this realization of like, oh, 
this is actually how compassion works or this is compassion at play. And like you or me or lots of us, we're never t- sat down and taught like, okay, this is how you're going to listen to your feelings and this is how you're going to do this, 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 that. No, no. But then we become these adults and we're just like, we just have these expectations. You are expected to have it together. You're expected to hold it down. You're expected to, again, lots and lots of expectations because we live in a world that is like, you have to have your shit together by 25. Um, You better know what you're doing. La, 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 la. But then it's interesting because then our society whips around and says like, oh, millennials don't have their shit together or Gen Z is never going to buy a house or like all of this, all of these things. And apparently boomers were the only ones to get it right. But boomers are the ones who are sitting and complaining by the rest of us. You see, you see, again, just very divisive language. And again, I'm not here to like start up a, a riot or a like conversation around like who's doing it right. No, I'm just telling you that again, society gives us these ideas and we just put them into play naturally because we think and we live by comparison and all of those things, which is a podcast episode I think I talked about during like the new year episode. I talked a lot around comparison and how just like that fuels us sometimes and it just kind of takes over. So go listen to that episode too. Wow. I didn't know I was going to be referencing so many of my episodes. Anyways. So when we talk about compassion, again, I really want you to think about it as like an understanding. Okay. I'm going to just take a a, a sip of a little coffee here. Some ASMR for you guys. I'm so sorry. Coffee is not refreshing like that. So that was so obnoxious. (laughs) Anyways, compassion is a level of understanding. Okay. And that's what I want to really, I want to connect it to cariño, right? So cariño is the identity, is being able to have the language, and then compassion is being able to have the understanding. Okay. So here's the thing. There's lots of places and spaces in your life that, and I'll give it to you in two different examples because I am the analogy motherfucking queen, but one of these was gifted by a client, okay? I like to call it this haunted house and it has a basement and all of our yucky bad beliefs, flaws, mistakes, etc., all go live in that basement. And they are all the things that we're ashamed of that brings us guilt every time we think about it, etc. Like I know I'm literally saying these things right now and your stomach is starting to hurt cuz you're like, "Bitch, why are you talking to me today?" I I know. I get it. But again, I I really want you to let yourself feel and go there just a little bit because I'm right here. So I'm guiding it. So I'm holding your hand. Okay. Now, a lot of times what we do is again, we, we create these basements. And my client said yesterday, it's like, I have like a storage unit of feelings that I don't let myself feel or process. And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. That's so powerful. Okay. So whether you have a haunted house basement or you have a storage unit where you literally store all of these things, bottle them up lock them up and throw away the key. Compassion is taking the key, going to these doors and opening it up. And you walking into this storage unit or into this basement 
and sitting with those feelings. Now, in order to understand something, guess what? You have to be able to proactively listen to it. You can listen to anything, but if you're not in it, you're not like really an activated listener into it, it doesn't mean shit. Because guess what? Let me tell you how this goes at play. I get this all the time. Oh, I can't do podcasts or um, I can't do podcasts because like I'm always thinking or focused on what I'm doing at the time. So I don't hear it. That's what I mean. If you're at the club, guys, this is such an old reference because I am 33 years old and I never go to the club. But if you're at the club, you're listening to what your homegirl's saying. You're not super focused on what song is playing. You're 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 focused on what your homegirl is telling you. Does that make sense? And a lot of times we'd say, oh no, I have compassion for myself. Yeah, yeah, I love myself. Yeah, yeah, we're cool. No big deal. But we say we listen, but we're not proactively listening. Like we're not choosing to listen to understand. It's kind of like, if I'm being really honest, it's just like performative listening. Oh, I'm listening to be polite. I'm listening so I can say that I do it. But when you listen to understand, that's compassion. And so here's the thing. Remember, Cariño, last last week or last last week, we talked about how we're going to shift the identity in like truly having the language to love yourself and having Cariño as that tone. Now here in compassion, we're going to have an understanding for ourselves, for all of the different versions of ourselves. And I'm just going to, I'll put myself on blast here because that's fine because why I've practiced having compassion for myself. So for example, um, I have a very hard relationship with my mom. I have compassion for myself because sometimes I see other people's relationships with their mothers. And I think like, oh, I I don't have that. And before it used to make me really upset. It used to kind of make me really angry. And now I just have a lot of compassion for myself and a lot of understanding for myself and for my mom. Okay. When I got sued at 24, guess what? I thought that that deemed me unworthy terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, all of the things. I said, oh, it didn't go on my permanent record, but guess what? It went on my permanent record of life. I am no longer good. I am no longer worthy. I am no longer enough because I will always have this like taintedness on my back. But now I choose to understand and have compassion for the version of myself I was then. I have been in relationships with people, romantic romantic relationships with individuals who I really thought were just my end game because we had been together for five years. I have been in romantic, romantic relationships with an individual that I really tried my hardest to be everything they wanted to me to be because I really, I really wanted it to work. 
I really thought they were the end game. And LOL, obviously they weren't. But again, I have a lot of compassion and understanding for myself because of that version of who I was. I understand now that I was, my people pleasing was just out of control. I understand now that I made certain decisions because I thought I was doing the right thing. And I, I thought that this was loyalty after five years. I understood that when I got sued at 24, it was my people pleasing tendencies that got there. But guess what? I have so much compassion for who she was and all of the learning that happened because now I'm not scared of anything and I'm so much smarter and I have so much more wisdom because that happened to me. And with my mom, I am so grateful for the relationship we have now because any interaction doesn't end up with me or her getting hurt. And again, compassion and understanding also gives you the opportunity to take responsibility and respect the situation at hand. And that's something that a lot of people don't talk about it. Choosing to understand is also choosing to take responsibility. And that's why a lot of times we don't want to go open the storage unit of feelings. We don't want to visit the basement because it means that if I listen, then that means I have to take my part of the responsibility. And let me tell you, if you sit here and you tell me, well, wait, there is nothing for me to take responsibility for because they did it, then we got some work to do. It is easy to say that they did something. For a long time, it was very easy for me to say, well, they are suing me and they are bad people and they, they, they. But guess what? At the end of the day, I said yes. I agreed. I did the things they told me to do. Why? Because my people-pleasing tendencies were so much stronger than my ability to say no and a boundary. Did that hurt when I figured that out? Yes, death by a million paper cuts. But doing the self-work requires a level of self-awareness and taking responsibility. So remember, when we're walking into compassion and we're learning to go open the door with the key and sit there, you're learning to listen actively. You're choosing to understand and take responsibility. And then the very last step is you're going to eventually befriend these versions of yourself. Because a lot of times what we do is we end up in spaces where we're like, no, I used to be that girl. <laughs> I'm not her anymore. Or like, oh yeah, old me was like so whack. Like we talk down to these versions of ourselves, which is fine. Like I understand that. But like we disassociate so hard because we're like, yeah, those those two people are like so terrible. Like I don't even know them. Blah, 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 blah. But what's interesting is 
another reason why we don't like to go there is because when people bring it up, we get so triggered. So for example, I have family members who are so good to when I'm triggering them, they will be the first ones to say like, oh, well, you're a coach now. But let me tell you, when you were in high school, you were a piece of shit. Oh, you're a coach now, but back when you were in college, you were a piece of shit. I mean, they obviously said way more colorful things, but just for the sake of this podcast episode, this is what I'm running with. We have extended family members who are criticonas and they're like, ah, ustedes piensa que blah, 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 blah. But remember when you were actually a piece of shit? Guys, we come from cultural backgrounds that like criticona and la tía and y el novio are phrases of like criticism and daggers. So I understand that you're worried that, oh my gosh, someone is going to bring this up to me and it's kind of like they're going to unveil the truth that, yeah, I am shitty. Oh my God, yes, I'm not worthy. Oh my gosh, yes, did it, but no. You know why that's not true? Because you're currently a version of yourself that you've worked so hard to be. And my my biggest response to that is absolutely, 100%. I know that I was that version. I'm aware I lived it. But I'm so happy to say that I don't have to react that way anymore. Or I, I, I don't act that way anymore. But I'm aware and I'm sorry that it brought you so much discomfort. I take responsibility for that. And if you still feel that way, I'm really sorry. But I hope that you can learn to trust this version of me. And let me tell you, the look on their face when you say all of that is always like, what? <laughs> Because then they feel bad for trying to trigger you, for trying to hit you, for trying to cut you. But that's where I hope you get. That is where I, the level of befriending that version of yourself gets. Because once you continue to practice just befriend, befriending all of these versions of yourself, it's so good and it feels so great to be like, you can't trigger me because I am just good with all of the versions I've, that I've ever been even the shitty ones. And let me tell you, they're they're right. In high school, not my finest four years. In, in college or in those romantic relationships, I'm sure those ex-boyfriends can say, listen, Sylvia, whack. And I can absolutely take responsibility. And like, if I ever saw them or like whatever, and I think I've said this on a podcast before. Most of my ex-boyfriends would say like, hey, how you doing? Like, it would be civil. There's one that I feel like mm, he might still spit in my face. But I can take responsibility for that. And I can absolutely be like, yeah, dude, I was fucking nuts. I'm so sorry. But it doesn't trigger me because it doesn't hurt me. Like, I'm so good at the fact and I can take responsibility that I was a fucking wackadoodle. But do you see how when I take back the control, when I take back that power, no one can trigger me because I've listened. I've understood. I've taken responsibility and I have befriended every version of myself. 
that even when somebody tries to throw it back in my face, they can't because my level of compassion has already been built up so big. Now, are there times where you do feel it? Yes. But feeling a feeling is natural. It does not mean that the feeling becomes evidence. No. I will tell you that when it's your parents who bring it up to you, that doesn't feel great. Because first instinct is you just like want to pop back. But I respect my parents and I don't want to always pop back. And I don't want to undo all of the good work I've done with my mom or etc. Does that make sense? But me feeling a feeling of discomfort does not mean, oh, everything I've worked on, trash, throw it away. No. It just means, oh, I'm human. Damn, shit still hurts sometimes when you hear it from a specific person that you love and admire. But it does not mean that it becomes evidence and solid and fact. No. Because let me tell you, I'm now out here in these streets staying in a five-year relationship, being a toxica. No. Let me tell you, I'm not being a toxic-ass person in a relationship. No. Guess what? I'm in a very healthy marriage with my boo that I'm obsessed with. And we're about to hit seven years next month. So even when people try to bring up the past or just any circumstance, know that you are growing from it. And maybe you're even thinking this right now, like, okay, Sylvia, but what if people try to trigger you right now? Okay. Okay. Then let's listen. Let's understand and take responsibility and begin to befriend this version of yourself. And maybe it's going to be a hard conversation of like, okay, what are we doing that we need to grow away from? How can I practice that? And that's okay. But give yourself the time, okay? So again, cariño is the identity. Giving yourself that loving language, right? And also being able to communicate with yourself in that loving language to then bring the compassion piece where you're going to one, listen. We're going to actively listen. Two, understand. Choose to understand and take responsibility. And three, begin to befriend all of these versions of yourself. Okay. Oof, what a beautiful episode. I really hope you took what you needed from this episode and I can't wait to bring you the next one of forgiveness because remember these this series is cariño compassion and forgiveness cultivate your confidence okay and I think the next episode will be kind of like a double whammy where I talk about forgiveness and then bring the whole thing together on how it cultivates confidence okay because I said I was just going to do this for February because in March I have like a whole different thing. And also I want you guys to know that my, after the next episode, 
I'm going to be putting out an episode with a past client of mine and talking about her journey. And it's going to be so, 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 so good. Okay. So with that being said, I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. Again, I am asking, asking, asking for support. While you're listening to this episode, please screenshot, share it, tag me, send it to a friend, text it. I'm just really trying to expand my reach. But again, I really hope that we're exercising compassion and we're practicing. We're practicing. We're practicing. Bah. Okay. So my name is Sylvia Brands, your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life at Dola Madre. I'll see you on the next track.